Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And this is, of course, our book reading, which we do every morning when the moon split, a biography of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The book has been compiled by Saifur Rahman Mubarak Puri. We continue today on page 109. The polytheists demand a sign. The Makkan pagans had been shown many signs that confirmed the truthfulness of Muhammad's claim to be a prophet, but they ignored them all. Although they were not prepared to accept any further signs, they demanded that Muhammad show them clear proof from Allah that he was indeed a messenger. Their intention, of course, was simply to humiliate him before the people. One day, the pagans were assembled at the Kaaba and sent for the Prophet. The Prophet, peace be upon him, hurried to meet them, thinking that they wished to discuss the possibility of entering Islam. He sat down with them to hear the same demands that they had made before. Muhammad, you tell us that the prophets had signs. Musa or Moses has a miraculous staff. Saleh had a camel and Isa or Jesus resurrected the dead. The prophets of you came with clear signs. We want you also to show us something to confirm that you are like them. Prophets, the Quraysh thought, should have the power to perform miracles at will. They did not understand that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala performed these miracles through his prophets. Deaf, dumb and blind, as Allah characterizes them in the Quran. The disbelievers refused to see the numerous signs of Allah manifest in his creation and in the Quran. Instead, they wanted to see flamboyant acts of sorcery. Accordingly, they asked the Prophet, peace be upon him, to do any of the following. Turn Mount Safa into a mountain of gold, carry the mountain somewhere else and change the surrounding area into a wide valley, cause a spring to gush forth or bring back to life the ancestors so that they could testify that Muhammad, peace be upon him, was truly a prophet. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions their demands for signs in the Qur'an. We shall not believe in you until you cause a spring to gush forth for us from the earth, or you have a garden of date trees and grapevines, and you cause rivers to gush forth in their mist, or you cause the sky to fall in pieces as you have claimed will happen, or you bring Allah and the angels before us face to face, or you have a house decorated lavishly, or you ascend into the heavens. No, we shall not even believe in your ascension until you bring us a book that we can read. Chapter 17, verses 90 to 93. The pagans claimed that if the Prophet, peace be upon him, performed any of these miracles, they would embrace Islam. This promise is also mentioned in the Quran. They swear their strongest oaths by Allah that if they were given a sign, they would believe. Surah 6, verse 109. The Prophet ﷺ prayed to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, asking him to show the pagans one of the signs they asked for. Jibreel then came to the Prophet with Allah's answer. The Prophet could choose between two options. The first choice was that the pagans would be given one of the signs they asked for on one condition. If they remained unbelievers after seeing the sign, they would be punished more severely than anyone else in the world. The second choice was that they would not be shown the signs they requested, but the door of repentance and mercy would remain open for them. The Prophet wisely told Jibril, the door of repentance and mercy should remain open. The Qur'an records Allah's answer to the pagans who demanded that Muhammad, peace be upon him, perform a spectacular miracle.
Say, Glory to my Lord, am I not but a man sent as a messenger? Surah 17 verse 93 This verse makes it clear that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, like all prophets, had no power of his own to perform such miracles, but that Allah determines when, where and how his signs will be revealed. The prophets were given such signs to prove that they were messengers. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Holy Quran, Say, certainly all signs are in the power of Allah, but what will make you realize that even if they received a sign, they would not believe? Chapter 6, verse 109 As for the pagans who demanded to see a clear sign, Allah told the Prophet ﷺ in the Qur'an, Even if I send angels to them, and the dead speak to them face to face, and I gather together all things before their very eyes, they would not believe unless it be my wish. But most of them ignore the truth. Surah 6 verse 111 And Allah further says, If there was a Qur'an that which mountains could be moved, or the earth rent asunder, and the dead made to speak, it would be this one. Truly the command rests with Allah. Do the believers not know that had Allah willed, He could have guided all to mankind? Chapter 13 verse 31 in this way, Allah instructed the Prophet, peace be upon him, and the believers to stop trying to justify their faith. The onus was on the unbelievers to come to Islam, and how could they believe if Allah, to whom guidance belonged, had not willed it? The absence of any spectacular miracle such as they had demanded convinced the Quraysh that they had found Muhammad's weakness. Now they asked him to show them any sign. If Muhammad couldn't produce even a small sign, the Quraysh believed that it would show everyone that he was a false prophet. Muhammad would be silenced at last. The Prophet, peace be upon him, prayed to Allah and asked him to show the Quraysh a sign. Finally, Allah gave the Quraysh clear evidence. The moon split in half, so that each half appeared on either side of Mount Hira. Be you all witnesses, the Prophet said. At first, the pagans could not believe what they saw. The moon had been split in two before the eyes. After the initial shock, however, they determined that it was nothing but the sorcery of the son of Abu Kabshah. Maybe he has put a spell on us, so let's wait until some travellers arrive in Makkah and ask them if they also saw it. As soon as some travellers arrived in Makkah, the Makkans asked them if they had seen the strange sight. The travellers confirmed they too had seen the wondrous sight of the cleft moon. Now there was no doubt about what they had witnessed, but the Quraysh stubbornly clutched the disbelief. And that's where we leave our book reading for today. We're reading from the book, When the Moon Split, a biography of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. The book has been compiled by Saifur Rahman Mubarak Puri. If you'd like to download this episode and previous episodes of this book reading, you're welcome to go to our podcast, vocfm.iono.fm, and click on the book reading, When the Moon Split channel. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.